Let's get some insights on the broader market and what's shaping up here. Kevin Gordon is with us, as he is every single Monday, Senior Investment Research Manager at Charles Schwab. Thank you for being here. Well, so, you know, the theme, how about Friday? Wow, right? Dow's up over 700 points. We're yeah. up three weeks in a row. And, you know, highest since, the longest since. It sort of felt a little good. I know. We keep getting these uh, huge lifts. And we were talking about that last week. Um, and what's amazing to me still is you can't get breadth to participate. So not enough stocks are moving to the upside. Um, if you brought it out to the NYSC index, that tracks basically all securities. So in the S&P, advancing relative declining volume was really strong, but it was basically a quarter of that um, when you look across the entire exchange. So you're not yet getting that um, impressive participation, which to me is not surprising because I think there's still a lack of conviction when it comes to things around inflation, growth, and then the overall right. you know, economy, whether it's the labor market or whether you want to hone in on one specific area, evidenced by what we saw this morning by some of the PMIs that came out from S&P Global. Um, so I think that the market's still in a digestive phase that way. And you know, on Friday, we also got that tip from the Wall Street Journal and, and what the Fed's going to do, not only at the next meeting, but a little bit of a signaling that they yes. may bring back the pace of hikes. And you had a little bit of confusion with Bullard out being very hawkish, but then Mary Daly uh, sort of signaling that they're ready to take it a little bit easier. And that the Fed needs to battle inflation, right? Mm -hmm. They have to watch this economy, not to put it in recession. And a new piece of language this morning, financial stability. Yeah. There's a lot of concern about financial stability. And the Fed, if they are to slow down the price of the rate hikes trend that they've exactly. been doing, that trajectory, that it may not be because things are getting better, inflation's coming down, but because they are concerned about financial stability. Yeah. Um, I guess that's not terrible if there's if they're able to temper it. What does yeah. this mean? Well, it's as long as we don't have an accident, um, if there's no financial instability. And that's the, mm -hmm. the key differentiator between you know what would sort of spark a bullish rally in our mind is, yes, if they bring back the pace of hikes because inflation is softening and they're meeting their targets on the employment side, meaning a rolling over in job openings, a little bit of an increase in unemployment, but not too much where it's recessionary, right, that right. would be great. That'd be fine. Uh, maybe nirvana for stocks. But if it's because of some sort of instability within the financial system, them, not necessarily the markets. They're very key on, or they're very keen on differentiating between volatility and instability. If it's volatility, they're not going to intervene mm -hmm. that way. If it's instability, mm -hmm. that's a different story. Um, and that instability scenario, in my mind or in our mind, would not be bullish for risk assets at all, right, because right. it would imply some sort of, yeah. you know, yeah. close to a meltdown. Uh, yeah. Not, not similar like to what we had in March. But and, yeah, exactly. Right, It'd be right. a liquidity issue. Um, can we talk? I definitely want to talk about earnings this week yeah. and what we're expecting. But I, I think that right now, the elephant in the room is what's going on in China. I, know, I mean, yeah. with President Xi basically extend, expanding his tenure there, and I'm seeing JD and Pinduoduo and NetEase and Starbucks and Tesla and Las Vegas and U.S. companies that even have exposure to China, all down 10% yeah. plus. Um, how big of a deal is this today? And these are some dramatic moves we're seeing today. I think it is, it is a bigger deal, um, and especially the bifurcation between what was relatively stronger on the business investment side with their economic data release that we just got yeah. versus on the consumer side. And I think those right. names that you mentioned, that very much is a function of that weakening demand story developing within the country. Mm -hmm. And you have hits coming from multiple sides. I mean, even in the housing market, 13 straight months of monthly declines in new home prices yeah. in China. So it's not getting... 
um, you know, any better in the near term. Uh, and you know, I'm not the China expert. I leave it to Jeff Kleintop and Michelle Gibley, who are right. our leads on the global side. Yeah. But you have to sort of factor in the global backdrop here, how it ultimately affects the U.S. Um, and this is very much the story with what we're seeing in Europe too. Yeah. The softening demand picture there mostly because of how much the dollar has strengthened, but also because mm. of the crisis that mm -hmm. they're facing on the energy front. But this is now a sort of global softening demand picture, um, which is, you know, if I'm going to pick a silver lining out of it, it's a disinflationary force, ultimately. Okay. It helps on that yeah, end. Yeah, but, you know, point. obviously we don't want to be tipped into a little bit more of a protracted global yeah. recession. I just always feel so empathetic for shareholders, you know. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, even like Baidu, which I had written in my notebook uh, maybe an hour ago, it was down 12%. I just saw it down 16%. Right. Yeah. So as the S&P 5 500's creeping higher here in the last one hour. Yeah. These are creeping lower. Yeah, well, yeah uh, Very exactly. tough to bear. Um, let's talk about the week ahead, 150 yeah. plus. This week. week and next week, 150 plus. Yeah. So we'll have a very busy couple of weeks. Um, what are you watching for? What are some themes and earnings uh, that you're going to be watching for? A theme, uh, and I know I touched on it last week, but this spread between nominal, so top line sales growth, and actual unit sales, inflation adjusted real growth, um, which have been diverging still. And this is a tough spot for investors, for the Fed, for the broader economy, because you still have companies that have been able to maintain and extend their pricing power. Um, but now you're starting to see it weaken a lot more because real unit sales have either moved sideways or started to roll over. Right. Um, and that can't really persist that long. And especially when you add on that extra layer of labor costs still running significantly above their pre-COVID trend. Right. Um, companies have been, you know, less willing to let go of labor. Um, and so it's, you know, which kind of hits first? Is it either the demand side with consumers ultimately not spending as much because of inflation or the economic backdrop, or is a company going to have to lay off workers mm -hmm. um, at the same time that demand is falling? So it's a little bit of a double-edged um, sword, but uh, you know that's what we're starting to see now is you still have a labor cost picking up um, and sort of maintaining itself, maintaining a higher level, and then actual real unit sales mm -hmm. falling and dropping off. And any uh, words of advice for investors at this point? I know you mentioned Jeffrey Kleintop and oh, our yeah. team, and I know you work closely with Lizanne Saunders. Yeah. Um, any themes or, or investment advice at all? You know, it's still around earnings quality, and because the, the pool is continuing to shrink, uh, mm -hmm. the pool of you know companies that have been able to grow earnings and grow profit margins yeah. in this environment, and especially with the international tilt, if you want to factor in the hit of the dollar, the hit from China, any company that can withstand that hit demand to demand in today's environment is going to do well and has been doing well. Right. Um, and you know you can sort of screen for it across sectors because if we learned anything in the multiple sell-offs that we've had this year, sort of each phase that turns lower for the bear market, different sectors have been hit at different times. Sometimes yeah. it's the defensive areas like and utilities we're or some staples. Of the staples are doing yeah, well sometimes now, it's right. discretionary. So it, it sort of yeah. ebbs and flows, um, and that's why we've been a lot more focused on that factor-based, you know, earnings quality-focused approach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kevin Gordon, nice to see Good you to on see this Monday. Thank you very much. As the Dow is holding on well into the green at this moment, Kevin Gordon, Senior Investment Research Manager at Charles Schwab. Thanks.